0: so good morning charged up studio listeners i am dana olivo and once again happy to have you back here I am the host of Charged Up Studio and CEO of Marketatomy, LLC, and today we have an exciting program for you that is guaranteed to bring eye-opening tips that you can walk away with and implement today. Carol Kammerer Cammer, <laughs> is, is an author and branding and LinkedIn speaker and coach. Today, we're going to be speaking about LinkedIn and how to make the most of this platform. As strong as LinkedIn is a platform, I think that most miss the mark on the power behind this platform. So Carol is here to help clarify what we don't know we don't know when it comes to LinkedIn.
1: So welcome, Carol. I'm so delighted to be with you. Thanks so much, Dana. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here.
0: So before we delve into our discussion today, I want to let our listeners know that your book is called LinkedIn for the Savvy Executive. Can you give us a brief description of what that book is about and how they can get a copy?
1: Sure. This is my book, LinkedIn for the Savvy Executive, second edition. Um, It's Uh, just came out in January of this year and is all up to date with all of the latest features on LinkedIn, um, all of the new terminology that changes over time. Um, But what it is, is a strategy book about how do we use this business platform effectively to drive our brand um, and to woo our ideal customers. So, um, it is, it is an awesome book. Um, I will provide you a link that you can um, put in your notes of how to buy the book from me, which gives you a signed book that I will send. Um, you can also buy it from Amazon. The reason okay. that I, as a small business, will give you my own link is that when you buy from Amazon, they take the first 60%. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, And and as a small business owner, we every penny counts, right? <laughs> it does. It does. But, you know, um, if you buy it from me, you do get a personalized inscribed and signed book. And um, good. that's good. A-
0: All right. Well, you know, I've had a LinkedIn account since I started out on my own back in 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to, to starting out on my own. Uh, Would you believe I had never done any social media? I would definitely believe that. (laughs) You know, it's like, why? (laughs) I know, that's exactly it. So when I started my own business, I had always heard about uh, Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and things like that. And I said, okay, I'm out on my own. I got to start getting connected. And LinkedIn was one of the very first platforms that I connected with. And, and what I have found is there's a definite difference between LinkedIn and every
1: other platform out there. Can Absolutely. you talk
0: to these differences?
1: Yes. So LinkedIn is really more business focused. Um, so it's, it's like if you had a filter, you would filter out all the things that don't have to do with business. It's not a place to post what you had for lunch. It's not a place to um, talk about, to show pictures of your son hitting a home run, unless you are writing specifically about home runs and how that relates to your business. Right. I, I've mentioned having lunch uh, it, that would be appropriate for Facebook. That would certainly be appropriate for Instagram. Uh be fine for Twitter, but it's not fine for LinkedIn. So, so uh, you know, Link, LinkedIn has branded itself as a career connector
0: as well. This is Absolutely. where people can promote their skills and and seek out corporations seeking talent and vice versa. So when it comes to marketing, how can LinkedIn assist small, micro, and solo
1: entrepreneurs? Okay, well. I'd like to start by suggesting that they put more than their business title in their LinkedIn headline. We have 220 characters to customize, and that's a lot of text. So you can, um, you know, say that you are a business owner and you can mention your business name, but then think about who is your customer actually putting the attributes of your customer in your title. So like you could add to your headline, um, serving startup and micro businesses to, and then what are the results? Thrive past three years. <laughs> um, yes. You know, so yes. grow and scale, you know, whatever those, um, those so results are. So-
0: so, my title on LinkedIn is CEO at Market Atomy Academy, C suite nec- network executive leader. Right. So, you're saying that
1: I probably want to rephrase that a little bit? So, I would, um, in your headline, you are not selling C suite network. Yeah. You are selling Market Atomy. And so, you need to have, take C suite network out. CEO is fine. Um, you know, your company name is fine. And then put a colon. Say something like working with small and micro businesses to help them retool, refresh, and... I think I understand <laughs> what you're saying. You know, yeah, yeah. Three things. Um, three things is always powerful. And so the concept is you put who you are, that's your functional title, Mm -hmm. then who it is that you serve and what is it that the results that they receive from that service. Right. um, That would be a very strong headline. And we want to use the rule of three because three things are always memorable. That's why preachers and teachers and speakers of all kinds often have a three-part uh, storyline mm-hmm. three-part message. It's, it's how we remember I came, I saw, I conquered life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We are right. just hardwired to remember things in three. If you list four or more things, you look unfocused. So mm-hmm. listing three is like, what are those three nails? And then in your about section, Mm -hmm. You take those three nails and you you tee them up again. So, you know, uh, actually label three paragraphs with the three things that you say that your clients get. Hmm. That's powerful. Another thing that is important is to realize that people buy from people and not businesses. And so it's important in our about section that we talk about our why who Mm -hmm. are we and why are we doing what we're doing? Right. Um, If, if we just talk to, about our customer, we've missed why it's powerful to work with us. People love to know the backstory of the person in charge. Right. It makes them feel good. Like they know who you are and that's what gets them to buy. People love to do business with people. Mm-hmm. So we want to have a strong headline. We want an about section that doesn't ignore our market, but really start to talk about what is our why? Why are we doing this? Because we could do a lot of different things with the same... Right. S- I have heard you talk about your passion for turning around the U.S. infrastructure so that right. small businesses don't fail. And that's that's from your heart. And I, I do
0: have a video that talks to that on my website. Right. Yeah. Right. So I could probably um, put it on LinkedIn as well.
1: Yes. But you should use part of your about section to tell that story. hmm. Some of the things that are in your current about section about your clients and what what they're going to receive, you could put under your current position. Right, right. Yeah,
0: it's well, it's important
1: to have both things.
0: When you talk about the 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 lesson of threes or whatever, you know, my mission does state that we prepare the small business owner for success through. Cognitive awareness, focused education, and strategic collaboration.
1: Well, there you go. <laughs>
0: okay, okay, okay. So yeah, bring that so, into it. Okay, so
1: you okay. could put that right in your headline too. Right. You know. Um, right. It's it's important because um, the name Mark Anatomy doesn't speak to people who are not in the know. It's it's um, it's not transparent. It, you know, it's not. Exactly what you do. I mean, it is when you think about it. But yes, um, it, you need to introduce it, and so um, until it becomes Apple. a household name, though they don't understand what right. it is. Right.
0: You so, know, you 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 hear IBM, you know exactly what IBM is. You hear Apple, you know exactly what it is. Market Anatomy is not that branded yet. So someday, someday, not, not someday.
1: quite. Not quite. Um, the other principle besides the rule of three. Mm-hmm. is, um, the power of repetition. So if we put in our headline, um, that you are, um, working with micro businesses, um, educating them in these three areas or right. to do these mm-hmm. three things, mm-hmm. and then you put in your about section, those same three things as, um, headers for your right. paragraphs. Mm-hmm. And you go down to your skills section and you have, some things that are repetitive, okay. the same three, the three things, what are we known for? Mm-hmm. Um, it drives that message. Every time we deliver it, if we repeat it, essentially, it's right. like, oh, this is the message. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so um, those right. things, those things are powerful.
0: Very good. Very good. Okay. Well, you give me some ideas that I need to do to change things around here. <laughs> and good. I think we all, you know, I, I am not a uh, expert on it. That's why we have you and other people. That's who right. Are. That's right.
1: Okay. And, and, you know, I yeah. am excited because your audience has the same issues. Everybody yeah. has the same mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this notion of Repetitiveness and um, three things. This is, it, it isn't required by LinkedIn. It right. is my marketing communications training and background right. coming in saying, this makes powerful text. This right. makes us connect. Right, right. Okay, okay.
0: So let's take a st- step back a minute and let's
1: talk about
0: digital marketing in general. Can you touch on why it's so important that we have a digital marketing
1: strategy, especially today? Oh, you know, especially during our COVID shutdown. I mean, you know, we're not running into each other at the Chamber of Commerce. (laughs) Right, right. um, You know, so it's important that when people access what they're using as a search engine, which is Either Google or LinkedIn, that we're found. You know, um, it, is, it is so important to be found for what we do. And we want our ideal customers to be able to find us. So I look at LinkedIn as the richest of all search engines because people are really looking for people who provide services. Right, and um, it's it's just being strategic so that your name and your brand, you know what is on brand for you, is out there every day. Um, LinkedIn has the power to find us twenty four seven and around the globe. So you know it is the Best advertising you never have to pay for. I really teach my clients how to post often on their brand, not necessarily with things that they are writing, finding on-brand articles, articles that inform their ideal clients about a kind of service that, that they provide Right. But you know, it could be written. Um, you know, it could be from a national journal um, or a you know an online um, magazine kind of like right. Forbes. Right. Um I use I use Forbes articles to reinforce my personal brand mm-hmm. a lot, and it's um, it's not about stealing someone else's thunder. It is about sharing someone sharing. else's. Yeah. Context. And um, when I share someone else's article, I always tag the author so that the author knows that I gave credit. And uh, sometimes I pull a quote and then I um, attribute it to the author with the tag. And that tag that I'm talking about, you're Listeners might not be familiar with that. So on LinkedIn, a tag is where um, you're reading along and all of a sudden their name is in blue and underlined. That's a hyperlink to their website or their LinkedIn profile. But the exciting thing about that tag is that it signals to LinkedIn that they should send that person an email. And it will say, Carol Kemmerer mentioned you in a post and it provides the link back so that that person can thank me. Yeah, So it's like you do something nice for somebody, but you, you know that they received it. Right. It's uh, um, it's like registered mail. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, <laughs> you know? definitely.
0: It's a costume thing.
1: And the way you get it to show up is you type the at sign and without any space, You begin to type the person's name and you'll see LinkedIn start to generate a drop down menu. Mm -hmm. Um, Say the person's name was Sarah somebody and you type Sarah and it finds all the Sarah's that, you know, you know, and you just scroll down and click on the Sarah and then um, it shows up in bold. And when you publish it, it shows up as a blue hyperlink. So very, very powerful strategy for your, your, um, listeners. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, and, and LinkedIn being a, um, more of a B2B type platform. Okay. Doesn't mean that it can't be a B2C platform, right? Right. So in the B2C market, are we working more along the lines of say, um, people who are looking for jobs, that type deal? That's what we're talking about, B2C, or what?
1: Well, Give me an example. Okay, well, uh, a B2C would be a dentist. Now, it depends on your demographic and how active you are on LinkedIn, but I'm looking to see what are my dentist's credentials? Or, you know, if I'm looking for a dentist in the new community, I'm looking for all their credentials. I'm looking for friendliness. I'm looking for that no like and trust factor built into their about section so that I can really feel excited about picking that dentist. Right. You know, the yellow pages used to be the way we found people. I don't think that's where we're finding people anymore. <laughs> no, and
0: and and I understand what you're saying. So basically what we're doing on the on the and B2C for those listeners who do not know, it's business to customer or customer right. to business, okay? Um so basically what you're talking about is LinkedIn is used as a a backup almost like a um uh, hmm, like going in and doing research online, right. but with LinkedIn, you can find it all in one place and you can Absolutely. find exactly what you're looking for. Okay. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah. All so right. It is a way that we, we are starting to vet our exactly. providers. So okay. I, I really can't say that I would vet a tree surgeon this way. I don't think that they would be there, Maybe. but um you know, other professionals more so. And one of the things that business owners may want besides um, being picked um, mm-hmm. uh, for providing service is they're looking for credibility. Right, unity. And, right. you know, um, you want to be attractive enough that the chamber invites you to be part of their um, hierarchy, um, mm-hmm. their committee structure mm-hmm. um, you want to be maybe known by your school board um, for special task force. Um, all of those things when we put our credentials and our why our mm-hmm. our real message for why we do what we do, we can be found for the people by the people who are looking for that kind of information right right. So okay. it's good okay. to, love to do that.
0: All right. Um, next, I want to talk a little bit about the groups feature that LinkedIn yeah. offers. And before we do that, let me tell you a little story about how I used the groups feature. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, back in 2009, when I started working down in Brazil after nope. I was laid off, okay, uh, from uh, a large construction management company here, I had taken myself internationally into Brazil um, because they had just won both the FIFA and the world cup games. I mean, the FIFA and the, um, the world cup and the Olympic games. Okay. And basically I was trying to create inroads. I wanted to create inroads for companies here that were struggling. Right. To partner with Brazilian companies Uh um, that were preparing for the games. And um, after going down there for a year, I figured out what it was that they needed help with, you know, I was able Mm -hmm. to do my research and everything. And then I came back um, with the attempt to find those companies that would meet the needs, the requirements of what Brazil had. And I went into the groups, different groups. Uh Um, The three areas that um, Brazil needed help with was communication, internet, you know, that type deal. Uh They needed help in the construction industry really bad. Okay. Mm -hmm. And transportation, okay. and so I went in and I searched groups that focused in those areas, joined mm-hmm. those groups, and then posed the question out there. Look, I have opportunities internationally. We're looking for these kind of requirements. Mm-hmm. What companies are interested in talking more about? You know. Oh, well, good. And that worked out really good for me, as far as that's concerned. Talk to us more about groups and how we can use groups um, to help brand our companies.
1: Okay. So since the day that you had such success with groups, LinkedIn has kind of dumbed down groups and people are kind of pulling away from active participation Mm -hmm. on groups. It used to be that um, once a week, the group administrators could send an email, (coughs) excuse me, to all group members. And so that was really powerful. And you got some really good um, group owners who did a great job with that. And lots of engagement back and forth. That still happens in some groups, but not so much, you know, um, People are using groups to post jobs. Um, People may be posting their articles. But the reason that I suggest that business owners join groups is because it broadens your network. Um, LinkedIn is a search engine, and it has two drivers for the search engine. The first is your relationship to the person who's searching. And so, if you are in relationship by versus by um, because you are in the same group, that helps your network. Okay. And the second driver is the number of times the keyword that appears that they're looking for appears on your profile. So, that has to do with writing a lot of text and using your keywords naturally. Mm-hmm. So I still use groups when I'm working one-on-one with someone to help them to really take advantage of LinkedIn. I have them join the groups that are in their area. Um, one of the things that it does is it reinforces to the search bot what your sweet spot is. Um, if you're joining a whole bunch of micro-business um Sites, right, right. That's part of your keyword. You know, that's that's one of your most powerful keywords, micro business and um, and uh, small business. If, if those are the groups that you're joining. Mm-hmm. The keyword associated with the group will help the bot find you better. Okay. And so there is still power in groups, but it's a different kind. Um, there's not so much interaction in most of LinkedIn groups, as there used to be.
0: Yeah, because you used to be able to go into groups to basically create that credibility. But if they're not interacting, you're not able to do that credibility aspect as far as that's concerned. So, you know,
1: it's still worth, um, you know, visiting to see if if you've got an active group because some groups are active, but many are not. Um, And it's just a place to park your business card, (laughs) you know, it's like, um, and, and while you're there, you're collecting their business card. And that is powerful in itself. Um, one of the things that small business owners can benefit from is networking with other small business owners across the country that are doing similar things. Mm -hmm. And, um, the joy of being in a large group, even if they're not talking is that without um, having to connect with someone, you can reach similar-minded people. You can send an, it's not called an email, but it would be like an email from Mm -hmm. inside the group that's um, perfectly private from you to that person, Mm -hmm. but you are doing it by virtue of being in the group. So that is a very, very powerful strategy. So yeah, groups- work they just work differently <laughs>
0: right right so last time we spoke you had given me a little tip and I haven't done it yet about um how to put like the little megaphone next to my name so yeah. I can say my name I haven't done that yet
1: okay. what are some
0: other little tips like that okay.
1: that well, you can I need to tell your listeners about that little tip because yes. that's so exciting so Um, In order to put that little megaphone by your um, name on your profile, you have to be on your phone. Um, You need to be on the LinkedIn app on your phone, and then it will kind of guide you through how do you record. And when you're satisfied with your recording, you can save it, um, and then anybody who is on any platform, um, computer or tablet or phone, can press that little icon, the speaker megaphone kind of icon, mm-hmm. and hear you say your name. Or I've even heard um, for people whose names are, um, you know, simple to say, right. they're using it to say, Hi, I'm Tom White. I'm in the such and such business. I do. X, Y, and Z love to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, a little commercial. I think you have 10 seconds. And so um, any of your listeners can use that um, wonderful, wonderful little icon. And um, people are starting to watch for that. Right. It's still pretty new in general adoption. You know, there are a lot of people that um, never would never think to press there, but it's, it's pretty exciting when you yeah, can no, definitely meet someone, um, and before you meet them, you can hear them say their name because people love to have their name pronounced correctly the first time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, those are cute little tips that are, you know, yeah. Uh, you know. um, yeah. Another one um, that is is a fairly new thing also is the featured section, and this is just great for business owners. Um, the featured section is right on your profile. Um, the way that you get it is you would go to the um, the little button that says "Add a Section." It's near your picture, mm-hmm. at the top of your profile and um, you add a section and you add this featured section. And the purpose of the featured section is to give you some great big pictures or a great big place to put a video. I noticed you would used the featured section really effectively in your profile with you had a video uploaded and, and also an article. That is great. Um, you know, if it's a brand new business People might show uh ribbon cutting if if they have a retail space, for instance. Um, they you could um take a tour of a retail shop, a video tour. Um just welcome to my store. I'm selling um clothes for the mature <laughs> exact <Yeah>. woman. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, you know, over here we have (laughs) this and that. (laughs) So um, the other thing that we can use it for is um, professional logos. Um, You know, if you are part of um, a trade association or a professional association, um, having a big logo is like a big credibility card right there.
0: Oh, so maybe that's where I should be putting my C-suite stuff.
1: Oh, no, your C-suite stuff is in the right place. You could you okay. could add that. But um, um, right now on your profile, it's listed in the first position, and it's yeah. not the most important thing you're doing. Right. So if you want to move it, mm-hmm. uh, you would um, grab on this little... Um, Icon that has a bunch of uh, horizontal lines in a kind of a square. It's I called see. a slider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay. move it down. Move ah, it down. Okay. Below so, all your... right.
0: All right. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Easy. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Really easy. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um. Now, <laughs> you, you know, I know that there's upgrades to LinkedIn and everything, but there's one that I have used in the past. Mm-hmm. There's sales. There's a sales uh, add-on or whatever that you can do upgrade to. Uh-huh. And that's generally um, what I have found is I enjoyed it because I could get an even deeper into finding people I wanted to talk to. Right. Okay. Just briefly give
1: us a description of what that platform is. Is, is more for? So that's called Sales Navigator. Mm-hmm. And um, for your normal person, I wouldn't think that it would have enough benefit for them to pay the extra. You know, there's so many things that you get with just a free account. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were doing some very targeted uh, looking and um, there. There are some deeper search capabilities, I think, on Sales Navigator. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's, a, right. there's also a premium account. Mm-hmm. And um, people ask me all the time if I recommend getting a premium account. And my response is, are you running out of juice with your basic account? So here are the two things that um, the premium account does. It allows you to see people who have been looking at you in the last 90 days. Right. That the basic account lets you see the last five people that looked at you. Right. Right. And that was
0: the main reason why I went into the premium
1: because I like reaching out to the people who did. Right. But you are an amazing marketer for the average person. The free is if they got, if they got, um, you know, three views a day, they'd be doing well. Mm-hmm. And so, um, if you were willing to look at your profile every two days to see who'd been looking at you, you wouldn't need to pay the money to have 90 days of people. You know, you would be able to see five and then you see another five and then you see another five every time you look. Um, what you want to do is make sure that you're not getting more views than you can see. If you're getting more views than you can see by looking once a day, um, then you need a premium count. If you want to talk to people that you are not connected to, that's another reason that people get premium counts. It allows them to send in mails. Mm -hmm. But my workaround is that You look at their profile, figure out what groups they're part of, join one of those groups and have your discussion as a fellow group member. Okay. I think that that is more powerful. I feel better when somebody says, you know, um, we are part of the same marketing communications group. Right. And therefore, blah, 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 as opposed to, I have enough money to pay to talk to you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 Yeah. So at any rate, um this will perhaps be um counterintuitive, but I do have a premium account and it is because my views exceed my ability to see everybody um if you know they they come too fast, especially on the um days that I am publishing a new right. article about LinkedIn, which I do once a month. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, let's move on to talk a little bit about brand management. Mm-hmm. Um, the virtual environment has pushed the boundaries of brand management. Do you think that we can take the chance of losing control of our brands within the new virtual
1: environment? I think that it is more important than ever to have a virtual Brand, you know, to have your. We all have a virtual brand. It could be weak sister nothing, or it could be as wonderful as you are. Um, When I work individually with someone, my goal is to up level your online brand so that it matches your brand in person. Because LinkedIn can find us 24 seven. And that is a huge, huge benefit. Again, all this personal branding that we do through LinkedIn is powerful for us because the search engine works around the clock. Right, right,
0: right. So, and if you can't keep up with it, you know, it can end up hurting the
1: brand. Well, I suppose, you know, um, most, most people have not. Um, they haven't maximized their brand on LinkedIn. Right, right. And, you know, they're, it could, it could be better.
0: <laughs> well, and, and, and where I'm going with this is, you know, just putting the brand up there is not going to do it. You have to right. interact with the brand. That's what you right. know digital marketing is all about. Yeah. So with that being said, Okay, um, we're coming up on the end of another episode here with Carol. Um, and she will be joining me on August 19th for a one hour free webinar entitled, Are You Running Behind Your Online Brand? where she'll help us all build a plan for keeping up with the fast moving virtual environment and maintaining a hold on the brand. So, Carol, do you have any last minute tips?
1: to impart to our listeners? So again, people buy from people. They know, like, and trust. So we want to run our business brand, number one, from our personal profile. But when we get together on the 19th for that webinar, I'm gonna tell you how to create a company page and how to use it. So um, all those things will be good. Great, great.
0: Well, I want to thank you all for joining us again today, and please make sure to leave a review on whatever podcast delivery platform you're on today, or go to Charged Up Studio Facebook page and leave a review. Carol, can you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you should they want to get more information
1: from you? Okay. The key is knowing that I have about twice as many letters in my last name as you need, (laughs) but... Um, If you type Carol Kemmerer and and you make a reasonable stab at it and LinkedIn, on LinkedIn, you will find me. Um, Once you figure out how to spell my name, which is K-A-E-M-M, like Mickey Mouse, (laughs) E-R-E-R, So oh, wow, there you earth. go. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Then um, you can find me on Amazon to buy my book. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook. Um, I'm I'm there. Um, Very good. Yes, I, I welcome your um your guests, your your participants to um, connect with me. Um, they can ask to receive my newsletter which has always my article of the month. And that is about personal brand on LinkedIn.
0: And I've read a lot of her articles since since I've gotten to know Carol and they're very informative. So, all right, that's it for another episode, guys. I look forward to talking to you again, once again, next week. Um, Until then, make sure that you put August 19th on your calendar for our webinar. We will be pushing out, Uh, additional information on LinkedIn and every other social media network. Um, Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. And you can always reach us at info
1: at chargedupstudio.com. You can follow us on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, and contribute to our platform on Patreon.